Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me and Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though <laughs> you could steal all of my pants and say, I guess you're Winnie the Pooh, bitch. I think I've done that one before. Marissa, have I said that before? Uh, that feels new to me. I like that one. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my guest today, ooh, boo, 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 is an actress that you know from Gossip Girl, Mixed Dish, The Have Not, no, shit, fuck, <laughs> The Haves and The Have Not. Also, she was in Sonic, a movie <laughs> that I cried <laughs> to. I cried four times. I loved it. Sonic just wanted a friend, and I felt like... <laughs> could relate in the moment and she's also in sonic the hedgehog 2 and i'm so excited that it's coming out i'm really upset nobody asked me to be tails anyway it's tika Sumter. nicole you're hilarious tika hi mama hi 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 it's so funny you were reminding me of the first time you met and i was like we have met before and yes. I couldn't remember. I was like, it felt like on a set, but I was like, but we've never acted together no. because you're you're in a different league than Are I. Are you kidding, darling? Are you kidding? We must act together. <laughs> um, I would love it. I would too. I think you're so wonderful. You're so wonderful on your show. I mean, I literally was like, Nicole is on a show. I need to watch the show. And you're, you're fantastic on it, as usual. Thank yeah. you. I... The movie you did with Tiffany, what was the name of that movie? Nobody's Fool. Yes, you were really, you were such a good, funny straight man to her. And I like really appreciate when 
the straight man or the the yeah. person who's like, I hate fun <laughs> is actually like funny. <laughs> like, and I think you do that so well. And the same with Sonic. I could talk about Sonic for my whole life. I, <laughs> and Sonic, I felt like you were like, oh, okay, James Marston, you're like being a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, what is this little bl-? And, but like, you were still funny about it, and I really appreciate oh. it. I like, I loved Sonic. Tika, like, I cannot. I love that. I've seen it like three times. I watched it the first time, cried, and then started it again. And I I cried again. Like, I love it. Well, because it's about friendships and it's about finding your people and, you know, friends who become family and all that good stuff. If you Mm -hmm. love Sonic 1, you're going to love Sonic 2. So, oh boy, I'm so excited. I like unpacked it in therapy. That's how shook I was that I liked Sonic so much. And my therapist was like, well, you know, Sonic, he goes fast from what you said. (laughs) She like wasn't familiar. I was like, he goes so fast. He just needs a friend. And she was like, like, maybe you're relating, (laughs) maybe you're relating your ADHD and how you bounce around and how sometimes people don't like that. But you have found people in your life who do like mm. that. So you really relate to Sonic. You're journey. like, I get you, Sonic. I understand. Yeah. It's like, we're like, sit your ass down, Sonic. You're like, wait, I get that. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. People tell me to sit down all the time. I'm truly tearing up right now talking about Sonic. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're so vulnerable. Oh you're so sweet. Oh, and Nicole, dear, I liked you, you ever since I first met you. You were just so... I don't know. Your spirit is so good. You have such a good spirit. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. My mom once said, she said, um, it's easier to smile than frown and uh, treat like she was like, just be nice to people because you want people to be nice to you. Yep. And that did take me like a little bit to learn. But <laughs> it's like how I truly live my life now. Like when I was little, I was a real big bully. Oh. She bought me this book called Bootsy Barker Bites. Mm-hmm. And it's about like a bully who's just so mean. And then, have you ever read it? No, but what made you become, why were you a bully? What, what age? Oh, young. Like I would say elementary school because I think it's one of those things where you see other kids be mean and you're like, I can do that too. Okay. The people seem to respect that. Um, but she bought this book, Bootsy Barker Bites. And the gist of it is like, just be weirder than your bully. Right. But the bully Bootsy had this fabulous hat and these fabulous <laughs> shoes. And I couldn't get past that. I was like, but mom, she might be mean, but she does it with style. Like I loved Cruella DeVille. Oh, I love her. I was like, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> the car, the clothes. Yeah. Anita, darling. <laughs> yeah. All good. Um, Tika, tell me how you got into acting. Well, in the beginning. (laughs) uh, No, I mean, you know, as a kid growing up in Queens, Hollis, Queens, there's no like there's no pathway to acting. You're like, you Mm -hmm. don't know anybody around you who can get who has gotten there. I mean, even like soap, like nothing. You don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. So you're just watching TV and you're just. Even though you're like, oh, my God, in my little mind, I remember thinking I want to be in that box, you know, mm-hmm. and then it letting that go and like never being like, I'm going to be an actress, you know, like ever, never. <laughs> um, I remember <laughs> going after school and <laughs> there's this like this like open dance and they would always play. I had the time of my-. and I would. Do, Ooh, yeah. Yes. And I would do this like open like <laughs> I remember going on stage and just doing this kind of free dance. And uh, that's about it. That's as far as it went. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I moved to uh, Long Island, and um, 
you know, I really started being like, you know what? I think I want to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get a book and literally read it and figure out step by step how to become an actress. And then I got a, one of my jobs, one of my many jobs in uh, junior high and high school, I worked at a movie theater. And so mm -hmm. then I would use my funds to take the Long Island Railroad to go to New York <laughs> and started taking acting classes and then started knocking on doors and being like so green, doing all the wrong things. And that's kind of just how I learned. It is so funny when you first start, there is literally no one who's like, this is how you actually audition. Uh -uh. Like, Learn your lines. Yeah. Like I didn't, I, I never learned my lines until I took an acting class after I moved to LA where he was like, honestly, if you don't have the time and they give you the sides in the room, just learn the first three lines. Yep. Cause it seems like you made a choice and you kind of like, you're kind of like tricking them. But he's like, but also you can learn the lines in 15 minutes. Yeah. You just have to concentrate and just fucking do it. That's what you want to do. And I was like, oh, I guess if I put my mind to it, I can do I it. Can. <laughs> And he was right. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think I was that far. I was re I was re-knocking on casting directors' doors after they already told me no. They're, that really? they're looking for curly hair. And I took out my braids and I like had a crinkly hair. And I was like, hey, mm. here I am. And they're like, oh my God. This I love. This is truly, you came back in a costume. You were like, my hair's different. I'm a different person. Oh, yes, the headshot has the same name. But like, I'm different. That's how, that's how like, like green I was. So literally learning oh. step by step. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I don't think I ever knocked on a casting director's door. But when I was in acting school, yeah. <laughs> they did tell us to make um, postcards yep. and send them. And in my brain, I was like, if I got a postcard <laughs> that I didn't ask for, I would maybe look at it, but I would definitely throw it away. Right. And I think that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, what if it comes all like, you know, the post office sometimes. It's like, there's stamps all <laughs> over the place. It's crinkled. It's ripped. It's like, uh, mm -hmm. okay. I know. I don't know. I, wa I want to know if casting directors liked it, actually. Like, who came up with that idea? I don't know probably one person that it worked for and they were like, here's the secret. Postcards. Here's my Go to Reproductions secret. in New York City. Oh, Reproductions! <laughs> Tika, what a, th what a throwback for I me. Know. Oh my God, listeners, Reproductions is the place to go to get your box of a thousand headshots, <laughs> postcards, and uh, like little business cards. And it's so expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and... They they do an excellent job, but it is so expensive, and it's the only place they tell you to go the to. The only place. And it's back when oh. they had the black and white headshots, and when they became in color, oh. it was like, why are they doing that? You know, it was like, that looks so fake. <laughs> now it's like the standard. Yeah, I, I came up when there was like, it was a shift. There was old school people who were like, no <laughs> color. And then there's people who were like, black and white, we're not in black and white. <laughs> So like color works and it was just so, and I got them. I, my first headshots are in black and white and color. The colored ones, I didn't wear my contacts, the black and white ones. You better believe I wore my blue contacts for some mystery. What is her ethnicity? Definitely black and they're definitely fake. I used to wear brown, uh, brown contacts. Really? Yeah. Like hazel. Mm. I love them. I love them so See, much. I didn't fuck with the hazel. Cause I was like, 
too close to my color. And <laughs> but there's still mystery. It's like, oh wow, her eyes. <laughs> they look like cats, but also fake. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. They have not it is so wild that we have made it all the way to 2022 and nobody has figured out how to make the color contacts look real. But you can get laser. What? You can get like yeah. Like you can get that thing, you know, tiny. She got that blue, her blue oh, eyes. Yeah. Yes. It's like a real thing. That's you can get scary. A color. That's scary. I won't even get LASIK because they told me a laser was going to hit my eyeball. And I said, <laughs> I've seen Final Destination 5 or whatever the one is where someone's getting LASIK and it fucking burns their eyeball out of their head and they fall out a window. I was like, I'm not. That's not for me. I'm not, I'm not falling out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. No, I know. That's like intense, but they do have they came up with that. But it only lasts for a certain amount of time. <gasps> See, that's the thing about surgeries and stuff. I think that's why I'm going to stay all natural. Like if you get <laughs> breast implants every like 10 years or so, you got to like yep. re-up. Yep. You got to readjust. You got to make sure they're not leaking. You got to. That's scary. Like leaking into your fucking body. No, thank you. I know. I know. They have a whole show on that uh, about all that stuff. So it's very oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Botched. No, another oh. one. Kay Michelle is doing it on Lifetime now. Oh. It's like button plants. It's oh. like all the stuff that went wrong. Oh, no. I kind of like, okay, I don't want like butt implants. I have a very large butt and I know that and I love it. <laughs> but I just want to like round it out a little. <laughs> you know, like there's, I was talking to a friend and I was like explaining what I wanted rounded out. And they were like, it's, that's the part you sit on. That's why it's like a little flatter. <laughs> like that's where you, you sit. So like that's, it's, it's, you're fine. You're fine. But if you wanted to do like squats, they really do raise your butt up. I should do more squats. I'm telling you, your butt will like go, like it'll just, you know, guys I, out there, I'm going, I'm just lifting it up, but it will, it will do something. I work out with my trainer. So he used to live in LA after Trump won, he was like, all of you are fucking nuts because he's from Scotland. So yeah. he moved to England. So we do it over Zoom. And How is that? It's great. I don't it mind. Is? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Because I genuinely like him. And then he's got like enough space in his apartment to like show me how to do stuff. Um, but there was like a solid two or three months where I was doing it three days a week. I was feeling good. I was refreshed. My butt looked fucking fierce because I was doing like <laughs> Romanian deadlifts and and uh, Turkish get-ups or whatever the fuck they're called. And my butt looked so good. And then I got busy and my butt got droopy again. <laughs> I went back. And that's the circle of life for my butt. Yeah. <laughs> Tika. The butt needs to be maintained. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Okay. This is going to sound like like ass kissy or whatever, but like you're beautiful. You're funny. Were you like this growing up? And did you have an easy time dating in your youth as a teen? No, I did not. Really? I tell people this all the time. So I, I always ask my mom, what was I? I think I remember what I was like. Mm -hmm. I, I oppress so many things. Like I, I get this stuff out through, during therapy. And she's like, you were just observant. You like w watched a lot. You, you know, you watched your sister make all their, their mistakes and all that stuff and just kind of was quiet. And mm -hmm. so, you know, in school, I, I didn't really date that much. But when I did, they always left me for oh. my best friend. <gasps> I remember going on a high school trip to Great Adventures 
Yes, in Jackson, New Jersey. Honey, <laughs> sitting on the bus ride, all of our friends around, my best friends behind me. I'm sitting next to my boyfriend. Um, and on the way home, I was not sitting next to my boyfriend. Oh, my boyfriend no. and my best friend were sitting in front of me, <gasps> kissing. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's yeah. a best friend. Yeah, no. That's not nice. Not anymore. She's not anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it happened again. Like, I... You know, I, I, and I was like, so like, oh, he's going to, at first he, I was like, he's going to come back to me. And then my other best friend had to like smack me out of it mm -hmm. and be like, cause I would talk to him all her all the time. Like, oh, he's going to come back. He, he looked at me today and she's like, he does not like you. Oh and I'm my like, God. I was so mad at her, but actually she's still my best friend to this day. <laughs> <laughs> she told me, she goes, I remember. Well, she was being real. She was like, <laughs> he don't like you. Sometimes you need that like shake of reality to be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he don't like me. He, he, he actually like me. scowls at me. He don't like me. <laughs> oh, he's walking hand in hand with the other girl. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't a look toward me. <laughs> See, okay. That's a friend. Yeah, no, that's a friend. She's like my best friend. And then, um, and then I dated this other guy, you know, he's super popular, <laughs> you know, I was like, Ooh, and you know, all these things. And then the new girl from another city comes oh, in. No. Everybody wants to date the new girl <sighs> who gets dropped right away. Oh no. Tika, was it you? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bums me out. I like whenever pretty people are like, it's very weird to refer to you to your face as a pretty person. When pretty people say, <laughs> well, uh, well, can I tell you this though? I was, I went through growing phases. <laughs> in my life. If you saw my first modeling picture, you would take that back. <laughs> I had some real awkward phases in high school. Ooh, it was bad. There was, I have one school picture where my hair is half up, half down. And then the, like the ends are bumped up. They're like just flipped up. And I hated the way it looked and it was for school pictures. And I just didn't smile. And I truly look like a convict. Like it looks like a mugshot. <laughs> it looks like I'm going in for a minute. And yeah. <laughs> it is one of my favorite pictures. I look so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have many and they were phases of like just trying to figure out what I need to do with my life and my hair and my contacts and I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I mean? My nameplate and mm -hmm. I was, you know, there was just like, and then my baggy phase and, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. God, I love a nameplate. I just bought one. I, I have the hardest time finding like a double plated nameplate necklace. That's I was what like, I had. that's what I want. I had one. I lost it and it took yeah. forever, but I finally found one and the plate is gold, but the chain is not. So I'm like, okay, now I have to take right. it somewhere else. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay. Here's another question for you. Mm. Are you married, single, dating, or care not to share? I am engaged <gasps> in getting married in May. Oh my God, <laughs> it's April. That's a yeah. month away. Congratulations. Can I see the Thanks. ring? Yes. Uh, is it here? Yes, bitch. Ooh, the rock takes up the whole finger. That's nice. Did you pick it, it out? Did they pick it out? He? Yes, he. he. He picked it out. He picked it out. Nick picked it out, and he did a really good job. And the crazy thing is I lost the first one. Oh, Tika, what <laughs> do you mean? I lost it, and he was amazing and sweet and kind, and he had it insured. 
Thank oh, God. Okay. Yes. And so oh, what a treat. That would have been terrible. Oh, I didn't tell him for like a few days. I was <sighs> like, oh my God, this is horrible. Um, but he's a he's just a good dude and just, you know. It's crazy who you think, you know, in, in date while you're dating, who you think it's going to be mm-hmm. and then who it actually be is. And you're like, of course. <laughs> so how of did course. you meet? Tell me all about it. Oh, my gosh. We're that story. We met on set of The Haves and The Have Nots <laughs> at Tyler Perry Stonios. And, we, you know, Tyler doesn't like when people date. In, when they're working together because it could be messy. Really? Yeah, because I think there's been a situation before where it can it got messy and mm-hmm. he just doesn't want any of that. But not saying that you can't. It's just like not like let's go and do that. And mm-hmm. that actually, a few couples actually happened off of that show. But um, yeah, I, I was tired um from the day and he it was like his first week on the set and I had a scene with him and he just made me laugh the entire time. And then I like gave him my number and I was like, hey, if you guys are going out at all, like, give me a call. Did he call? No. No. (laughs) No, he didn't. He didn't call. He was like, I know he said he thought I was married already. (laughs) And I was like, I wouldn't have given you my number. Um, and then his friend had to basically tell him, like, uh, Tika likes you. And so, yeah. And and then we went out and we kissed on the first night. And that was that. Oh, my God. What a dream. How cute. <laughs> I really love cute. it. I love that you, like, meet and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, tee, hee, hee. And then you kiss <laughs> and then it's forever. I love yeah. this. How long ago was that? That was almost probably we met, like, almost seven years ago. Oh my God. How sweet. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Seven years ago. So who proposed to who and where was it? And was it romantic? Okay. So we did everything the opposite way of how <laughs> society does it. Mm-hmm. We dated really quickly. We, um, we got pregnant really quickly <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other and go, we're doing this okay, we're doing this. And we had a baby first and we bought a house together next. And then we put the baby in the house and we (laughs) renovated the house. And then that first Christmas that Ella was born, he asked, he had like a note by her and he, um, he pulled out the box and he's like, Hey babe. And he said, got on his knee and said all this stuff. And I was like, are you sure? I'm a lot. You got me weeping at noon 30. What a treat. Are you sure? I'm a lot. (laughs) Oh my God. I fucking love that. Yeah. That was my first words. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, I am a lot and I know I am. So are you going to do this for like, do you still want to? And he was like, yes. So, you know, those are my first words. The funniest part is like, you were basically already, you have a child, you're living in a house together, like, you're already doing it. And it's just like a ceremony and a piece of paper. And you were like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> are you, this, like, we're already doing it, but like, I, you gotta be sure about it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That's so fucking cute. I love that. Wait, so you renovated your house and, your, and your like relationship survived? Like, I love to hear about this. What did you renovate the whole house? The whole house. So he actually found the house. And I was like, mm, it was like 1980s throwback oh. inside. It was like pink bathrooms oh. and rocks on the wall, oh. like fake rocks. 
Yeah, it was a mess. And so, I mean, it was cool back then. You know what I'm saying? Somebody really did uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> yeah, somebody was like, I need rocks on the wall. That's and wild. I don't like, even um, <laughs> faucet. <gasps> you know, I probably would have walked in the house and been like, perfect as is. <laughs> I love tacky shit. We did keep the gold faucets, though, because we thought they were cool. Um, But they're not in our house. They're just like laying around. But um, (laughs) so, yeah, he literally helped uh, renovate our house with his friend who is a contractor. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he was just demoing walls and and I was like, you know, the baby's coming soon. Like, is it going to be ready? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we gave up our apartment that we lived in together. And and yeah. And then he he really helped make it happen. This I love. I'm obsessed with like home renovation shows. Me too. Do you watch Rock the Block? I haven't. I've watched episodes of that, but my thing is like Hometown or. Oh, okay. I love Hometown. I'm so so about Hometown. <laughs> well, I know because it's in Mississippi. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. It was like the ghost of oppression's coming out. Yeah. But- yeah. <laughs> it is like you could buy a house for like thirty thousand dollars i know it's fucking wild like and put forty thousand in it and have a whole house uh-huh it's i'm nuts. always like amazed in california i don't think people know it's like there's a house by me going for three million dollars and i was like what and i <laughs> i looked at the pictures and i was like this is pretty but like that seems to be a lot. And then there was another house by me that went for 2.1 and it was a full blown teardown. Like it was, there was nothing salvageable, salvageable, salvageable. There was nothing good in that house. Yeah. It was like truly wild. Like I, I didn't go to the open house, but it just like the pictures gave me like, they made me itchy. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just nasty. Oh my and God. I was like, That's California is too. It's insane. It's insane. But if you go outside of California or New York, I mm-hmm. feel like you can find uh, something that's reasonable, you know, within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love, you know who I love on Rock the Block? Egypt Sherrod and her husband. Yes, they're crushing it this season. Honey. I, they're having, oh my God, their house is really nice. Really nice. I'm like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. Egypt. Yeah, I, and yeah. I was, she's a realtor. And yes. I was like, you have a fucking eye for design. Yep. I think we could do a double... I almost just said double major, but like double <laughs> employment. Uh oh, what? Yeah. Double career. There I think we go. She does. <laughs> I think she does. She does. Oh, still, she does. She's still a realtor, and then she also does design. Ah, uh, she's and she recently was on a commercial, little like this big commercial. I said, okay, Egypt. I'm proud. I'm proud of them. Me too. I love that my my black couple is crushing I it. I know. Me too. Me too. Um, the first season of Rock the Block. I'll tell you. It's fun, but season two, I had such a good time because Ty Pennington comes and I would say this to his face. He truly seems like he drank a little too much and his wife was like, you can't be in the house anymore. And he's like, (laughs) okay, I'll take this job. There's empty homes. I'll sleep in here. And that like underlying thing that I've like made up in my brain really makes it that much more enjoyable. I love Ty Pennington. Is he the same as when we met him in the beginning? Like, he's like this, like, fresh. No. 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 <laughs> he's been through life. Yeah. He he got left on the counter and uh, they didn't seal the bag. He a little a little stale. But also still, like, really exciting. And it's funny because I feel like a lot of his stuff is ADR because I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, maybe Ty just couldn't remember it all. And they're like, we'll just get it later. Because it'll be like him being like, okay, gang. And then they'll cut to something else and I'll be like, here's what you're doing today. And I'm like, why didn't we keep the camera on him for that? Like, what is going on? 
<laughs> I'm having a blast. I love Ty Peddington. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Also, you got to watch um, House Hunters Renovation. I don't know if they've... I love... Oh. Well, I like House Hunters like when they go across to oh, another see, country. I don't love that one. Why? I don't... There's. I think it's because they're only really looking at apartments and I like houses. Yeah, I like they're looking like, at oh, houses. rented. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. Did you like... Um, did you like Magnolia? Uh, what are those? The the two? Oh, okay. That's Joanna and and what is his name? Joanna and Mitch? No, Bob. No, no. It's um. Oh my God, he has Joanna. red hair. Yeah, Mike. Nick, no, her husband. I yeah. forgot her husband's name. I can't remember his name. But like, there was a time on their show where he was going through it, or their marriage was going through it. Oh, really? Yes. There's like a like a whole season where like he just seems not okay, <laughs> and she's like a little exasperated. And I was like, yikes! You could just take a break from shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like, have uh-uh. to shoot during this and they're like we have to make the money yeah they're like we got these target orders <laughs> we got these target orders <laughs> okay so I liked them until they put barn doors on everything and I'm like if I'm moving into a house and the bathroom has a fucking sliding <laughs> barn door where there is no actual privacy I can't live here yeah 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 no after a while it became a little repetitive but mm-hmm. I, their aesthetic is pretty it is and i do like when she does like wallpaper like something yes. fun yes what is his name it's gonna haunt me okay tika we have to take a break this show is sponsored by better help you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast, but then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. 
without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Okay, so a little birdie told me that you like 90 Day Fiance. Oh my gosh. Literally, I think we we were watching it last night. (laughs) We're obsessed. Have you been watching before the 90 days? Uh, Yes, that too. Are you caught up? Wait, what? Okay, so before the 90 days is... Yes. Oh, uh, this is Kim... Mike in Columbia. Is he... Yes, Mike in Jimena. Ooh. This guys. okay, guys. I'm gonna spoil something. If you watch 90 Day, oh my god, skip ahead. So this man, Mike, met this girl, Jimena, on a cam site, and then like started a transactional relationship that was going to be fulfilled physically when he went to Colombia. And she was like, "I will learn to love him." And then she was like, "I cannot love him. He is disgusting." <laughs> so then he turns on her and is like, "I bought everything. I'm taking everything back." And I was like, "My dude, you don't understand the agreement that you signed up for. She fulfilled her end." Wait, but do you think that was what I feel like when she got that he got there? Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, let me butter this up and like love on you." I know he was paying for everything, mm-hmm. but I think he thought it was a real relationship. He remember he never dated anybody. Mm-hmm. This is his first girl. He has seen a movie. <laughs> he has seen many a movie. I don't know if Mike has seen a movie. <laughs> I don't know. And his brothers even said like uh-huh. they're worried because yes. he's he's like he's almost childlike. You know what I mean? Like sweet. Well, I also think he's a little deceitful because everyone around him was like, she's a gold digger. She's taking your money. And not once did he go, oh, I met her on a website where I had to pay for her time. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Oh, so you're not caught up. Wait, maybe I missed that part. <gasps> oh no, I ruined this for you. No, I I'm past that. We've already we're in the relationship already. So, like where yeah. she's like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore. Yes. And he's like, what? Okay, so there's an episode after that. Oh, I gotta look. I gotta so go back. Bl- last week's episode revealed. Oh, I'm ruining this for you. You're not. You're not. <sighs> I'm gonna watch it anyway, honey. <sighs> okay. Oh my god! So Don't tell me anymore. Okay. 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 Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Also, it was transactional. Yeah, it's it's he's in the wrong because he didn't tell everyone the what whole thing. He left out the part where where he met her, and it really colors everything in it, the whole thing. Because I was so mad, I was like, "Go home! Like, yes. what are you doing?" Yes. But this next episode, you're gonna be like, "Oh," because she looks disgusted. Oh, she hates him. You can tell, like, you can see it through the TV. You're like, you don't like him. Like, yes. and even his friend was like, she does not like you. Yeah. She was, she said, she's disgusted by you, Mike. You got to just come home. <laughs> Jesus, poor Mike. Oh, I love 90 Day Fiance. I love. I'm obsessed. I had Darcy and Stacy on the podcast and uh. <laughs> they are iconic. They are legendary. They, <laughs> uh, they sang at one point. Like, I. What a dream. They, I just. 
I, yeah, I, I, I gave up on that show, but oh, you yeah, did. I did. I gave. I was into it when they were on Ninety Day mm-hmm. and all that, and I just gave up on. I was like, this is a. This is my <laughs> life has enough drama in it for all of us, and I don't need any. I don't need any more stress. I mean, you're missing out on. Um, they go on this trip to Turkey, and it's great, and they're just like twin butts and they get their butts done and or they like do this electric shock thing to their butts they get new noses they get new boobs um in turkey in turkey they get new veneers they like get like not mommy makeovers i don't know what the fuck you want to call it but they get like (laughs) twin makeovers it's truly perfect oh my god look they have their own show so obviously they're iconic (laughs) (laughs) i love them so much they're great they're great sometimes i wish i could be like you ever watch the um the shows where it's like everybody comes back together the reunions Mm -hmm. and sometimes i just want to be like hold on a second let me get in here because y'all ain't asking the right questions (laughs) exactly like i need i need y'all to know this is what we're thinking at yes and i love sean robinson but like oh i love her sometimes they point her in the wrong direction where she's asking like sex stuff or like salacious stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to know why this person ran away and thought it was okay to run the way they did. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or you knew this is what you signed up for. Yes. Why are you acting like yes. this isn't tr- transactional? Ugh. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the questions that you're like, no, you're not going to just get away with saying, <laughs> what, you know what I mean? This thing. I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be an extra little head in there popping in and out. I agree. Okay, Tika, I got it. We got to talk more about relationships and less about reality television. Okay. <laughs> Those are about relationships. I guess it is. It is about relationships. <laughs> and I can't believe I ruined the next episode for you. You but did not ruin it. You Okay, there's a scene that you're going to be like, your jaw is going to drop. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So when you start dating somebody, uh-huh. when do you like, when do you like ask them to be your like boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, did Nick say, be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and it feels wild as a 35 year old woman to be like, so when does that happen? <laughs> well, no, it's true. It's so funny because until you're with somebody, when that does happen, you're like, oh, because so I've been at the opposite end where I didn't know where I stand. And mm-hmm. now I say, if you don't know where you stand, you stand nowhere. That's what I say. <gasps> okay. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, and if you're scared to like, well, what are we doing? And what, if you're calling all your friends asking mm-hmm. and you're not able to like say, what is this? Then that's, that's a little flag. I don't know if it's red, but it's like an orange flag of like, okay, you don't feel comfortable enough to understand where you can even ask that question. Because for me, when I met Nick, he be, he's a fully formed dude who's like, no, I'm going to, this is when I'm asking, I'm asking you. He, I remember mm-hmm. I was at my mom's house and we were, um, I made this like little space for me, like this upstairs, you know, place for when I like wanted to just like get away from everything mm-hmm. and go home. And he came over and he was with me and met, you know, was, knew my mom. And he's like, would you be my girlfriend? You know, and I was like, at first I'm like, what are we, 10? (laughs) But it's so true. Like you need to know what you are, right? Because in past relationships, I felt like I was like, oh, I don't know. What are we? And asking all my girlfriends when I should have been like, why don't I know where we stand? Mm -hmm. We're doing everything else. Right. I know where we stand when we're together in bed. I know where we stand. You know what I mean? Where you asked me to go to a movie with you or hang out with you. But I don't know where I stand in a relationship. That's odd. Yeah. It just feels like I mean, I don't think I've ever been 
far enough in something to like mm. ask, but I have asked. So before the pandemic, that's the last like steady <laughs> thing I had. Um, right. How long was it for? Oh God. I think three months. Okay. Yeah. Because it was, I was in Italy came back Mm, yeah for new year's i love to just like go away and spend new year's not in the country um the year before i think was mexico uh, and the year before that was something else i don't know anyway um i met him on hinge we made plans to meet up uh when i got back and then it was like nice until march and then (laughs) i was like this isn't serious who cares (laughs) and then he was like people are dying nicole and i was like (laughs) yeah right and then (laughs) right people were dying and then he was like um i was like yeah hit me up when the pandemic ends and then that was two years ago um (laughs) Wait a second. So what went wrong? Like what? So I don't understand what happened. It was wild. So on our first date, I got real drunk and slept over his house and I woke up like a little troll. I was like, hello. And my wig was askew <laughs> and my lashes were coming like off. One was like uh, glued onto the eyelid in, as opposed to like my lash line. Um, and then he was like, can I make you breakfast? And I was like, mm, I love breakfast. Um, and then as I was like, oh, I guess we were making breakfast. And he was, I said, what are you doing later? And he was like, oh, no, my parents are coming over and we're going to lunch. Do you want to meet them? And I was like, what? No. And I told that to my therapist. My therapist was like, I mean, if you feel comfortable moving super fast, why not? And I was like, okay. And then he invited me on a trip with him and his dad. And I was like, no. And then I was like, my therapist again was like, why not? What's the yeah. worst thing that happens? And I was like, I don't know. So then our third date or fourth date, I was like, do you want to like not see other people? Like, do you want to like lock this up and he was like i don't know if i believe in monogamy and i was like oh, oh. <laughs> okay oh so those conversations weren't okay. had in the beginning of what you want no okay that's really important to have <laughs> conversations in the beginning whether it's yeah. you know a real future together what are you looking for are you looking for just fun are you looking for you know a boyfriend and girlfriend type thing that can grow do mm-hmm. you want kids like all that are you polyamorous whatever but is you that know. like a first date type deal i think those are just converse like regular conversations yeah it's like do you have any kids i don't think i've ever asked anyone if they have kids i always just assume that people don't <laughs> <laughs> and i am just getting older and it's like yeah people will yeah. have fucking kids nicole <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah those are real but those are conversations that don't have to be deep or like do you have kids it's just like so tell me about yourself like do you have kids like what do you believe in on like about relationships are you are you about monogamy or are you about like expanding that world and like needing other like what do you want Mm -hmm. you know those are not like oh my god i gotta get so deep it's just real questions i feel like i guess the thing i'm the most worried about is like Oh no. What if what if I scare him away? Oh, what if he goes, ah, too much, too soon? But, but I guess then that's he's not, not the for person. you. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like I, I we've all been in that situation where you're like, I'm 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 doing a lot, you know, but you can't hold back who you are. Seriously. And especially mm-hmm. as you get older, you start just not caring. And you're like, you either really <laughs> like me. <laughs> Or you don't, you know, and somebody will love all of who you are, seriously. But also, what do you want? I think what I want in. okay, so I'm like horny all the time. That's just like my baseline. But I think I'm horny for love. I think I want (laughs) I think I want like 
someone to come home to, someone to watch TV with. Yeah. Um, someone to go on like vacations with. Yeah. Um, double dates I seem like a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> they are when it's with the right double date. <laughs> I just like see couples out and I'm like, wow, they're on a double date. <laughs> What's that like? Like, fun? <laughs> like just to be like, wow, we're together and you're together. Isn't that a fun thing we have in common? <laughs> but do you do you want like a lot? So you want a long term relationship? Yes. You want a monogamous relationship? I think so. I think I'm like a little too crazy for someone to date someone else while we're dating. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Like you don't need to, to bend on the things that you're not going to be. <laughs> you're going to be a crazy lady. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be crazy lady or do you want to be like <laughs> Nicole? I mean, Nicole is a little crazy, but I That's would, okay, I, but you're you're crazy. Yeah. You're not crazy lady with dating somebody else. Yeah. I want I don't want the other person to make me more crazy. Uh I like exactly. the baseline crazy I have going on. I love it. Um, well, I'm going to keep my ears to my eyes open and my ears to the ground. Please. Do you have any single friends? I think we do. Do who do we? What is your type, though? See, here's the thing. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I personally don't have a type. I tend to date tall, nerdy looking people. OK. Uh, who wear glasses. But I, I love people who are. Just like attractive to me, which is yeah. like a very, very loose thing to say to somebody when they're like, what's your type? And I'm like, attractive to me. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> I do like funny, but they don't have to be like, like so funny, but they have to like get my jokes and they have and to sense like, of humor. Yeah. Okay. I like a job, you know, <laughs> that's good. That's nice. <laughs> um, also, I mean. It does sound wild, but I do like a taller person. I like because okay. like I'm a big round lady and I'm fine with it. But yes. like I like to be enveloped and I feel like yes. a tall person does that. Does that. Okay. Because you're like five what? Okay. So I found out this year, or maybe it was last year, <laughs> that I'm five five. I spent my whole adult life thinking I was five seven. It was really awful. <laughs> it's because my best it. friend Sashir Zameda. Um, I think I told this story on the podcast, but you'll listen to it again. So I, we were both 5'7 for a point, and I would look at pictures, and I'd be like, how are you so much taller than me? You're not even wearing <laughs> heels. And she was like, I, I don't know, Nicole. And she was very kind and just kept being like, I don't know. And then finally, we were recording our podcast, and I was like, you're lying to everyone. You're 5'9 or something. You're huge. And then she was like, you measure yourself. And then I measured myself, and I was 5'5". <laughs> Yeah, she's like, so I'm actually 5'7". Yeah, she's like, That's I'm actually 5'7", <laughs> and you're the delusional one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel so tall all the time. <laughs> well, your confidence soars, so that's Thank amazing. Thank you. Yes. I recently went to Syracuse. Uh, I think that was, yeah, earlier in April, and or maybe it was the end of March. And I was like, maybe I'll meet someone in Syracuse. And I truly didn't take into consideration that I was there for less than 24 hours. And... <laughs> I, there was truly nothing to do in Syracuse. I was trying to find food and every restaurant Yelp was like, this is good, was closed. And then I tried to go to right. Ruby Tuesdays and I was like, <laughs> it literally had two stars and all the pictures were of like a rotting food. And I was like, okay, I guess Syracuse will not be the place I find love. No, no. And it'll come. You just gotta, you know, I know people say this all the time. It'll come when it's ready. And like, you gotta just put the energy out there. You gotta be... 
I think it's not um, trying to settle for something mm-hmm. that you don't want. You know what I mean? And and not trying to fit you. What I mean, look, at a certain point, you are going to have to say, like, is this the kind of person that I can deal with? Or is this the kind of person mm. that because every person has something, including my own, where I'm like one minute. Sometimes I'm like. I love you. I don't love you. I can't stand you. <laughs> Get out of my face. I want my own space. You know what I mean? Like everybody has something. It's like, what can you handle? And what can you learn to understand about this person? Mm-hmm. It's not that they're going to be the perfect one for you. They're just going to be who your person. It's just, it's just who your person is and you dealing with everything they are. Yeah. That's like also an interesting thing because I never think about that aspect where it's like, oh, I have to accept things that I might not like in somebody. I spent a lot of time being like, I'm a lot and they're going to have no. to really like deal with how <laughs> how loud I am all the time. <laughs> I'm so loud. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder if my neighbors are like, there she goes again. Wait, like, what do you mean? Are you just screaming in your house? Like, Yes, what are you yes, Chica, yes. I, I'm always screaming. Like... <laughs> And it's not even a hyperbole. Like I am truly in my house just being like, (laughs) (laughs) real quick, we have to take another break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up. And Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. 
Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. I want to read you something that I found on Instagram. Okay. And I wonder if you identify with it at all. But I was like, oh, no, this is me. I think I have abandonment issues because I was Mm. like scrolling and it like gives you the seven sides of abandonment. And I was like, oh, I'm curious. So I was reading it and it says you're eager to please people and give more than you take. And I was like, I do like to please people. Mm. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. people don't need to give me anything. Doesn't matter. Okay. Mm. You get attached easily and form deep connections early on. I love a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I like people. Um, then this one, you feel unworthy of love. You, fr- uh, you so freely give to others. And I was like, I don't think I'm unworthy of love. I just think I'm hard to love. And then as Ooh. I was like thinking that I was like, Oh, hard to love might just be another word for like unworthy. And I was like, damn girl. Wow. Yeah. And then you have a habit of settling for less than you deserve all the time. When someone's nice <laughs> to me, I'm like, we get married now. Like, and you can't, I can't do that. That's bad. Yeah. Um, and then when someone treats you well, it feels alien. So you subconsciously self-sabotage. Yep. Anytime a man is nice to me, I'm like, <laughs> not real. They're trying to trick me. And it's like, what? yep. Yep. Um, you find it difficult to fully trust people. Absolutely. What if I tell you a secret and you tell the whole world? <laughs> so true. And then the seventh one is you're sensitive to criticism and overanalyze your mistakes. And I was like, yeah, I'll make one mistake and think about it for a year. And then I was like, oh, no, I have abandonment issues. Oh, man. But the thing about Instagram is it'll tell you what's wrong with you, but it won't tell you how to fix you. <laughs> no, no, it's like, it's yeah, no, not at all. It's so true. I think everybody, like a lot of people have a lot of those issues. I know I I do. Um, and especially when you're in high school, it's, it's in junior high school. Those, those um memories or those moments stick with you because you mm-hmm. start thinking, well, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe why do people keep leaving me or whether it's stuff that has to do with family or any of that stuff or trauma. Um, but I, I think all, everybody has some of those things. And I think it's figuring out what those things are and going to therapy to really that's where you get the fixing, you know, that's mm-hmm. where you come to your own conclusions of like, wait a second, why do I feel unworthy? Or why do I feel I'm too much? Cause I would say that too. I literally said that when mm-hmm. he was, <laughs> I'm like, I'm too much. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to move. Like, I don't know. It's always this thing of like somebody moving on or, or because even when I lived in New York and I dated around and it was like, I loved too much and then they ran away mm-hmm. or, you know, all that stuff. So I really believe when you start to really ask yourself questions and get into therapy and understand more of where all of that stuff comes from, then you're able to make better choices from knowing, ah, I'm doing this thing again. 
that it's just not true, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not true about myself. I, th- I feel like those better choices and those better options for you come along. Yeah. My therapist said to me once, she was like, just ask people questions because you make up a narrative in your head and it's never, it's or not never. She's like, it's usually not true. So you it's just have so to true. like put yourself out there and then just like ask somebody, ask them if they think you're too much because then they could go, yes. Or they could go, yeah. oh no, Nicole, I like it. Like, I, I like that a lot. Like uh, Sashir, uh, who's my best year friend, I at one point was like, oh, um, I just I, I, I didn't call you back yesterday because I felt like you were like busy with other stuff. Didn't want to bother you. Yes. Didn't want to bother you. And she was oh like, my gosh. you're not a bother. She's like, I yep. love you. And I'm always happy to talk to you. And she was like, and if I was busy, I just wouldn't have answered. But absolutely Period. call me back and then I will call you back. And that's how we've lived for the last decade of our friendship. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're just, there's so much going on. I see you on Instagram. You're, yeah. you're really busy. You know, and I got over that like whole, the, the, the thing about that logic of like, you're busy and I don't want to, it's like literally too many deaths have happened to such mm-hmm. young people. And not, not only that, but like just people want to be checked in on. That's what mm-hmm. I've like recognized. Like, you don't know. I, I've checked in on friends just out of nowhere. I'm like, I just thought about you. They're like, oh, my God, girl. It's crazy mm-hmm. that you're caught. Like, I, I needed this. You know what I mean? So it's like you're never. Bo- and like I tell my mom, my mom is the worst because I'll be like, I'll call my mom. And she's like, hey, can't talk. OK, I'll call, I'll call you back. I'm like, girl, just don't pick up the phone. What are you doing? <laughs> like, she's the only person who I know if she's busy, she picks up and says, I'll call you back. That's so funny. I am your mother. I have done shows (laughs) where uh, I like forget to put my phone on airplane mode or whatever because I like to record my sets and somebody will call me and I'll answer the phone and be like, hi, I'm doing a show right now. Uh, Would you like to (laughs) talk to the audience? And nine times out of 10, they're like, no, why did you answer the phone? And I'm like, hang up. (laughs) But my friend Mateo Lane, if he calls me during a show, he will absolutely talk to the audience and it's so much fun. But I guess that's why I answer because I'm like, I don't know, something fun might happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I, Nicole, you really, I mean, you are not a bother in life. And I think women need to know that you're not a bother. You're not in the way. You're not, you're everything everybody wants to be around, right? Like goodness, mm-hmm. positive energy, funny. And I, I think more women need to know that because I think we do think we're bothers. Mm-hmm. I think it also so like acting and performing and hosting or whatever I'm like yes take up space I love it pay attention to me I love it <laughs> and then with like personal stuff and like my personal relationships yep. I'm like if you take up too much space there won't be enough space for them and then they'll leave you oh my god I do have abandonment issues <laughs> but you know what everybody's a work in progress you know yeah Everybody's a work in progress. It's hard existing. That's what I'm getting. Like it's just so hard. But but we we're glad you exist. <laughs> and Thank so, you. It but is here's just, the deal. Hmm? I feel like if you like if you not you but like you. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I've just been thinking like people come, people go. Like life happens. Money comes. Money mm-hmm. goes. Like all of it is just like fluid, literally. And it's like life is going to be what it's going to be. And all of our little like, like, um, you know, I feel like some all of our little bits that were like, ah, oh, my God, don't <laughs> love me. Ah, it's like, girl, like 
to life is just such a ebb and flow that it's like just letting things go is just, for me recently I've just been like you know what literally this is going to happen and the pendulum's going to swing right back mm-hmm. this way and I just either go with the flow or I'm like ah! <laughs> oh no ah! and be in my head all the time and I'm like I don't want to be that way yeah. so I just made a decision not to be I'm like that with my career. Like, I'm very much like, oh, I know how to get what I want, essentially, like, uh, for the most part. Um, But then in life, I'm like, well, I don't really know how to get what I want. I don't know. So, like, with my career, I'm like, you know, I'll work, I won't work. I work, I don't work. It's, you know, ebbs and flows of that. But then in, like, my personal life, I have a hard time just, like, being chill. I'm not chill. Just, do you have a hobby? I do have a hobby. I started pole dancing like three years ago at this point. Um, I love so I it. do that. And then I was roller skating, but then I dislocated my ankle, but I'm like getting back <laughs> oh, into that. God. Okay. I love roller skating. It's, I wish I could do it. It's so hard. <laughs> I like, I, I understand the mechanics. It's shifting your weight yes. from side <laughs> to side and not lifting your feet, but just pushing and it's gliding yeah. and pushing and gli- see I'm doing it in my chair. Right now, right now you're doing it. <laughs> but yeah. like getting on my feet and actually doing it, I'm like, I do not understand. And I guess it's the same thing as like someone who like wants to act, but like isn't charismatic. And they're like, I know how to learn lines. <laughs> I can say these lines, but it won't be with any sort of feeling <laughs> in no. my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, better I get believe that. they'll be dead. So like. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, okay, what advice do you have for me and people like me, the singles? The singles. Um, you know, on our podcast, The Sugar, right, which is we call it the Brown Mama's Guide to the Sweet Life. We always say you don't need uh, to have a baby to be in the club. Like, I feel like nourishment, whether you're an auntie, a cousin, a sister, a, a best friend. I always feel like one for me, it's always about knowing your worth mm-hmm. and, and being worthy. Um, and it's the same thing with dating to me. I just feel like, <sighs> I think you have to go through a ton of like frogs, literally mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what you want. And then when you know what you want, not settling for the frogs that you've already kissed. Right. Mm. And not, you know, like not, not, it's just not settling anymore. It's like, if you're saying you want this thing, just like in your career, you know how to get the thing, mm-hmm. then let's get the thing, right? Let's stop going backwards because we're lonely or we're, or you have somebody for that loneliness, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's filling that pot. But like if you, but, but you just have to date differently. Like I remember dating at one point in my life after I had a really love this person and we moved on. And, and then after that, I was like, okay, what am I date like what are, what am I looking for? I want mm-hmm. long term. And also I want somebody, I'm ready to have a kid. I was literally looking at people like, would he be a good father? Oh. Is he is he consistent? Is he is he um does he show up? Does he do does he do the things he says says he's gonna do? Mm-hmm. Is he kind? Is he um just all the things, like the the things that I want somebody to be. And so I started dating like that. And then that thing happened and I was like, I could say, yes, that's what I want. Right. But in order to move that forward, you got to try not to keep going backwards. Mm. Okay. 
I don't know. Did that make any sense? I think it did make sense. And I think it's good advice. And I do think it's something I needed to hear because it's like when I am, it's like dating with a purpose as opposed to just being like, anybody will do. Exactly. Because anybody won't do. Yeah. I do. I do (laughs) like that. I really, yeah. It's dating with a purpose, dating with like, okay, I did all that. Like all the, you know, and, and really, really getting to the point of like knowing like you have so much to offer. Right. Mm -hmm. And once you know how much you like you feel in yourself, like in that way, and you're not too much and you're not because when, you know, sometimes like my fiance, he is a lot at times, (laughs) you know, he's very like, you know, again, like he can't sit down sometimes like all, you know, and I'm like, okay, sit, can we watch the show? Mm -hmm. Can you not get up and go to the bathroom? Can you not get another beer? (laughs) You know what I mean? Can you just sit down? But I love that about him too, because he's also so like anything you need. Oh my God. Like, you know, he likes to pause 90 day fiance. We fight sometimes over it (laughs) and talk about things in our own relationship. And I'm like, I can't stand you, you know, but you know, and I learned to love that about him. Right. I learned to love who he is. So Mm -hmm. all the things that you think are like these negative things, they're actually not. Somebody will learn to love all of it. I like that. That's nice. It's nice. Because it's true. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) So wait, okay. So Sonic is out now. Yeah, Sonic's out now. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can tell me this. Will there be a Sonic 3? (laughs) Yes. There will be a Yes. You truly just saw pure joy because I I truly thought you were going to be like, well, time will tell. We shall see. And you just were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say. Yes, there is going to be a Sonic yes. 3. <laughs> Ooh, that got me good. Okay, great. So there's still time for me to campaign to be a Sonic 3. I know. I love it. Truly, I would just love to be a woman on the street and be like, damn that blue thing was fast (laughs) (laughs) what was that that? (laughs) that's it i'll fly anywhere i'll work for a whole month and you can hold me for one day i'll come i'll do i'll do anything i'll be a pa i fucking love sonic um i love it i love it you have been fucking delightful oh thank you nicole do you have anything that you want to promote um no i don't i (laughs) you don't what about sonic the hedgehog 2 which is out now and sugarberry it's out now audio first media company for black women dedicated to fostering a community (laughs) where black women prioritize ownership of their health wealth and pleasure what about these things oh yeah that's true (laughs) well it's so funny nicole because i feel like all like i feel like our whole medium has become about promoting everything Mm -hmm. you possibly can (laughs) and after you have like a real full conversation you're just like you guys will hear about it (laughs) but like yes i'm obviously the sugar we're on stitcher and um we're super excited about having our company sugarberry which is an audio first um platform and you know, bringing other people under the umbrella. So we're super excited about that. And we're about motherhood and just about womenhood in general. Um, But yeah, and then obviously Sonic's out now. And I obviously am working on other things happening. Yes, like Sonic the Hedgehog 3. 3, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 
No, I feel like you're always working and it's like, I don't know, black lady to black lady. It's just really nice to see you working as much as you do. And it's like very inspiring and you're very good at what you do. Like you're lovely to watch and you're so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you, Nicole. So are you. You're incredible. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, well, that's it for this episode of Why Won't You Date Me? If you (laughs) like it, you can rate it. You can subscribe. You can give five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you write me a nasty little review, uh, you can send it to Why Won't You Date Me Podcast at gmail.com. And Mars, my wonderful producer, she gets to read these. And... (laughs) These awful things that you people write. And then I read them. Okay. So, oh, you know what I stopped doing? I stopped asking if people would date me, but I think I'm going to start doing that again. Tika, would you date me? I would absolutely date Nicole. Of course I would. You're incredible. And you're hilarious. And you're loud. And I can tell you, you're loud. But can we please watch 90 Day Fiance without you being loud right now? (laughs) I mean, let's... No. Because I scream. I will pause it and <laughs> scream at my TV. Ben and Mahogany is one of the best stories of our time. Oh um, everything that has happened oh with God. that couple, I have had to pause my television and, and scream. scream. And scream. <laughs> Why? What is happening? What is happening? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So this is a thing someone wrote to me. Um, A perfect date with Nicole. We go to Olive Garden. I order soup. You order the salad. I steal some of your salad and in return, let you dunk your breadsticks in my gnocchi. We eat way too much soup and way too much salad and take our entrees home. Later, when we're hungry, we eat them while watching before the 90 days. You ask about dessert and I pull out the minty chocolates I give you at Olive Garden. Love you, Nicole. You're my chicken to my gnocchi. This wasn't dirty. This was just about going to Olive Garden. We're running low on dirty message submissions. So this is all we had left. Oh, my God. Okay, well, here's one. I want to sit on your face and braid your wig. Love ya. There we go. That's a dirty one. (laughs) Mars, that's so funny. We're running low. Oh, please send them. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.